it up with JB. Part of the fun was that he would say almost anything, and then he'd always find a way to back it up. Whoa, back it up, back it up. Hey, bingers, JB, Back It Up Binge podcast here on Spotify, and we always, always back it up. New series starting today. We'll update you every week on the prior week's results and the new drafted teams. What am I talking about? Fantasy football playoff editions. I laid the gauntlet down to my frequent co-host, Johnny Futures. He accepted the challenge. We're playing some fantasy football. So here's how it's going to work. We're going to draft a new team every week. Obviously, a team loses. You can't have players from that team. We draft every week. We're going to have five players each week. A quarterback, a running back, a receiver, tight end, kicker. Not going defense. Can't have two players from the same team. So you can't have Dak and CeeDee Lamb on your roster in any week. You can only have one or the other. Typical scoring, six points for rushing TD, three points for passing or receiving, three points for a field goal. You're going to have points per reception. You'll have points per yardage, rushing and receiving. You'll have bonus points. Say you throw over 300 yards, one point. You rush over 100 yards in the game, one point. We are going to have some negative points. Not used to doing that when I used to play fantasy football. Haven't played in over 10 years, so this will be a challenge. Negative one, you're going to lose a point for a fumble, an interception thrown, a missed extra point, and a missed field goal. Speaking of field goals, we're going to give bonus points. Anything over 50 yards, you're going to tack on a point per yard. So a 55-yard field goal, that'll be an eight-point field goal. So we went to the coin toss. I gave it to Futures. He always goes tails because in his head, tails never fails. Well, it did last night. It came out heads. It was videotaped for proof. I got the first pick. So here's the draft results. I start one, got the coin toss. And obviously the strategy is once you fill your slot, you go to another slot that's not occupied, freeze that other person to pick any other positions to take the lead on those picks. So... I came out of the gate. I wanted to get a strong running back. And I hope I say his name right. Kyron Williams from the Rams as my running back. Number one pick. Futures then turned to the quarterback, Josh Allen. Picked Josh Allen who's facing the Steelers at home. Showed this to a fantasy football expert that I am in contact with all the time. He thought Allen was a good pick. I know the Steelers defense is not ranked very high. It's around 17 to 20 on both the run and the pass. But Josh Allen at home is a concern for me, but I think he'll make his typical mistakes. Pick number three, since he covered the quarterback, I don't have to draft a quarterback now. So I turned to the wide receiver. For me, I went with CD Lamb, Cowboys. Now this is where my whole draft strategy got turned upside down because Futures picked the tight end and he picked my guy, David Njoku. So it took him off the board for me. I, I turn other places now, other positions, because the tight end's gone. And I go to the kicker. And I picked Elliott from the Eagles, fifth. Futures turns around, takes St. Brown from the Lions. Great pick, which now could counteract me later on down the road here. And I'll tell you in a second why. I picked up Uncle Travi as my tight end for the Chiefs. Going to be 30 below there, but I needed a tight end. So I went with him. Number eighth. Draft pick, he needed to fill his running back position. Picked Rutgers star Pacheco from KC. And so now I had a decision. He has the wide receiver. If I pick a 
Lions quarterback in Goff. It's going to offset any touchdown passes that are thrown to St. Brown. But I still wanted to go with Goff. He was my number one guy. It was him or Dak for me this round. But I wanted C.D. Lamb, so I couldn't pick up Dak. So I went with Goff at home for the Lions. Futures then rounded out his roster by picking a kicker, Brandon Aubrey from Dallas. So for me, I got Goff. Williams, CeeDee Lamb, Uncle Travi, Elliot. He's got Allen, Pacheco, St. Brown, Njoku, and Aubrey. I'll follow this episode up with the results early next week. You know, this is a fantasy football episode, but we're going to flush the format here. Friday, flush the format. Finns Chiefs, Saturday night in Kansas City. For a big game for the Finns. Finns haven't won a game, a playoff road game since 72. They haven't won a playoff game since the early 2000s. So here's my take. Pretty generic, but football to me is a very basic game. You control a certain couple of things. You're always going to be in a position to win. You know, fads come and go. RPO. It's going to come and go. Run and shoot did. K-Gun did. All these other type of offensive schemes. The 46, the 53 defense. Where are all those now? RPO will come and go. But the one thing that always is a constant in football are the trenches. You win and lose with the line of scrimmage. So here's my takes. These are some of the keys that Miami needs to do to keep it close. Could they win the game? Maybe, especially on one of my points, if they win this one point. So number one, limit mistakes. No turnovers. No dumb penalties. You can't have negative yards in this kind of game. You have to constantly move north. You never want to move south. Here is my ultimate key to this game. Again, it's probably very basic. I get it. But I bring things to very basic levels and build from there. The number one thing Miami needs to do to win this game or have a shot at winning this game going in in negative 30 degrees in Kansas City on the road with a banged up team is dominate T.O.P., dominate time of possession. They can't score as long as you don't make any of those mistakes if they don't have the ball. Get a 35-25, 40-20 advantage on T.O.P., you're going to put yourself right in a position, right in a position to win this game because what you're doing is you're grinding the clock, you're on the ground, you're moving it north. That's what you're going to do to win this game. That's the other thing about time of possession. You hold that ball on the offensive side of the ball. Miami's D is so banged up. They're missing so many people. It gives them a lot of relief. They sit on that sideline. They keep warm, but they're not facing Mahomes. Keeps the ball out of his hands. Keeps the ball out of Pacheco's hands because they don't want him to get any points. Keeps the ball out of Kelsey's hands. Keeps them off the field. When your team's that decimated with injuries... You want them off the field. And how do you do that? You control the ball. You keep Tua on the field, ball in his hands, time of possession. I'm telling you, time of possession. That's the number one key for Miami to have a shot in this game. The other thing that people are making a big deal about is Miami going into Kansas City with negative 30 degrees, a wind chill factor of negative 30. Well, guess what? There's two teams that play this game. I don't care where you live. You can live in Alaska in an igloo in the middle of nowhere. Negative 30 is negative 30 is negative 30 for every player. There's two teams that are going to play in those elements. 
So to me, that's not a big deal at the end of the day. It's so skewed to the one end of the spectrum that it's going to affect both teams. So if you control the clock, no dumb turnovers, no dumb penalties, Miami's got a shot. Now the over-under is 43. I'm taking the under. I'm thinking 21-17, 17-14, close game. Doubt it's going to be a run-up by either team. And I just can't seem to get off the Chiefs. I think they're going to win this game 21-17. Take the under. Take the Chiefs. Miami has a shot. They could control that ball. But it's a monumental task. And that'll do it for me today. JB here on the Back It Up Binge podcast. Appreciate you tuning in for Fantasy Football Friday. And also flush the format Friday, taking a listen to my Miami KC preview, my prediction on the game. Please hit that follow button. Head over to my channel on YouTube. I'm at 224 in subscribers now. It's growing. I appreciate the support. Give me a subscribe over there. Enjoy the games this weekend. If you're in the KC area, try to stay warm. JB, out. (laughs) 